Welcome to the Inspired Action Podcast. This is where we have motivational, inspiring conversations and interviews that we hope you'll enjoy listening to. If you're interested in creating more balance in your life, understanding your five-element energetic nature, finding the path of greatest ease, or releasing the baggage of this lifetime and discovering ancient alchemy that can help you fly in your life, Join us and other inspired actioneers on this alchemical, transformational journey. Welcome back, inspired actioneers. My name is Jay, and I'm here with my co-host, Lita Herman, and we just finished up our first ever inspired action retreat. It was a weekend retreat. We, yeah, it, this, yeah, it was amazing. We're still really high from all the great energy. Not that kind of high, Jay. What kind of high are you then? <laughs> Not smoking anything, but that, But it was just great energy. People coming together who are interested in alchemy and the five elements and, and living in an authentic, inspired life. You know, it was like a playground for everyone to come out and just explore and talk about different things. So today we thought that we would kind of bring a little bit of that here to the podcast. So we've been working on some ideas that we did over the weekend with our attendees that came for the weekend. Yeah, and everyone got to get out of their norm, you know, their daily routine so that we could shake it up and and also work on like not doing always what's habitual. Yeah, so we talked a lot about new habits, which we have in the podcast as well. Self-cultivation, you know, if you're going to start a self-cultivation routine, it's about breaking old habits and starting new habits. Exactly. And that takes time. Yes. And so we talked about the nine palaces. We talked about five a lot elements, of the, yeah, the a lot five of five elements, elements stuff, yeah. which people really dig. We talked about alchemy, stage one and stage two. Yes. And so we thought today, I, it would be a really cool idea for everyone listening, especially those who live far away and around the world to have an opportunity to plan out, you know, basically taking your own retreat. Kind of like a mini Inspired Action weekend retreat now via the podcast. So you can start to look at your morning your morning routine, maybe your afternoon routine, maybe your nighttime routine, whatever you feel like, you know, you're kind of just doing things, going through the motions and maybe take some of these inspired suggestions and see if you can turn it into something for yourself. Yeah. And I should just say before we get started, these are suggestions. You have to try them on, see if they fit you. And if they don't, that's fine. You know, take another idea. Yeah. And we're also going to be, we talk a lot about journaling. That's another thing we did this weekend, which was really good. So we have a big journaling project that's coming almost to fruition, which we'll have an announcement in the next couple of weeks about the journaling that ties into all of this. So I'm really excited about that. Yes. So let's spend a couple of the next podcast sharing with you, all the listeners, some of the great things we did for the weekend. Absolutely. And then if you do that over a weekend yourself or just several nights in a row or whatever, you know, how you have time for and whatever you're inspired to do. You know, it makes me think about when we did the podcast 21, I think it was with Mary Ryan yes. and her book, the healing anxiety book, the Tibetan book. Yes. And in that book, she has a whole section on a retreat. It's a little more um, involved than yes. what we're doing. But if you're in that spiritual Tibetan realm of really trying to uh, take a month, I think she takes a month or right. I, 13 days, 13 or day, like yeah, 13 that. days. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry, not a month, 13 days. And it's a little more detailed. This is more of changing habits that for a lifetime. Yeah. Like, you know, things that you can do uh, over and over and over every day that kind of help you. You know, I, I think what I always came up with having a conversation with yourself every day. 
Yes. And, you know, we're big fans of taking one hour a day. One hour, just one hour for yourself, totally selfish, just, you know, for you, not for the kids, not for the partner, not for anyone but yourself. And what you do with that hour, we're going to talk about today. Yeah. And this is something you want to create as a routine. You might want to do at the same time of day, whether it's early morning or before bed, but something where you can just carve out that time for yourself. Yeah. And Lita, you're going to talk right now a little bit, please, about this, you know, pre-routine retreat thing that we did, which was the sacred fire. Yes. So today I really wanted to bring in this thing that I kind of just was very creative in the moment when people came, we had a place for a fire. So I drew upon some old uh, stuff that I used to do a lot. I worked with the fire a lot. Plant spirit medicine? Yeah. So I studied plant spirit medicine with Elliot Cohen many years ago, like 20 years ago. And it's basically a form of shamanism, which is so much about nature. And connecting with nature or disconnected with nature and connecting back to nature. Yes. And I had felt like that when I first read his book. I was weeping. I was so inspired by his connection to plants. And I remembered when I was a little kid, I had a connection with plants and I'd forgotten it. I think, you know... I'm not going to say today's children, but I think the ch- children of the past generations, my generation, your generation, we were always outside playing. We had a connection with that nature. And now I think it's it's very rare for kids to even be outside. Oh my God, I know. So and they're disconnected from nature. So we want to get everyone back into nature. Yeah, it's 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 actually really sad for me that that kids are growing up, you know, with media and no nature. Not going outside. <laughs> Yeah. Not wanting to be outside, not and, knowing what it's like to be play on your own outside. And I've been, you know, I'm a parent and I know what it's like to have a little kid and it's so easy to stay indoors. And now there's, you know, ticks and things in the woods. And so we've got There was fear. always ticks in the they woods. They were always there. There's but, always mosquitoes. There's yeah. always bees. There was always ticks. There was always birds and bears yeah. and animals. So it's how our perception of them have changed. Yes. And so let's go to the fire specifically. And the fire itself is one of these things in nature, we can call it an elemental, that helps us connect with our higher self, which is what stage one of alchemy is about. So It ends with having a conversation with your higher self. Yes. And so the beginning of the retreat was an opportunity to ask ourselves better questions. Hey, wait, that's my line. line. Ask yourself better questions. (laughs) And so you can use it. Go ahead. Yes. So we incorporated a couple concepts. We had the fire and the plant spirit medicine, shamanic way to connect with fire, which I'm going to explain in the podcast. But we also incorporated something really important that is about the five elements. And that is the five spirits. Yeah, that was really cool. And I don't think we brought this up before in the podcast. But there's five spirits that go with the five elements. Yes. And so there's, so we did a lot in that first evening. And yeah. this podcast, we're going to sort of reiterate all that we covered. And so. I think that, you know, we, what we did was we asked the people who were coming to bring a question with them. And then we talked about the fire and we made some offerings to the fire. And then they asked their question to the fire. And as you explain the fire, you know, this is something that you need to think about when you're starting to um, plan out your little pre-retreat fire ceremony. Yes. And then we also just really enjoyed the fire. One of the points of, of 
doing this kind of work with nature is to really immerse yourself in it. And fire, according to this shamanic tradition, which actually comes from Mexico, it's called the Huichal tradition. They're very involved with fire. They call the fire grandfather fire. And grandfather fire is the element, fire is the element of laughter, friendship, and connection. And so the fire people just love being around the fire. So this is like a way for no matter what element you are, having an experience of fire. Having, well, we all have five we all have five elements in us, so we all have fire in yes. us. Yes. And so whether or not you're fire, you can still have that experience. Like for example, fire people love to tell jokes and laugh. So that yeah, was really fun. So we encouraged everyone to to remember some jokes, tell some jokes, and just have some laughter. You had some doozy jokes this weekend too. <laughs> the the which one? <laughs> There's there's the one about the nuns. No, 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 no. no don't tell that one. Oh, yeah, yeah. Everyone can have their own jokes. We don't have to use, tell them what jokes to have. <laughs> okay. They can't tell them the nuns one. That's, okay. no. <laughs> it wasn't it's bad, colorful. I promise. I didn't tell any dirty jokes. <laughs> no, they weren't dirty. They were slightly dirty. It's a little off. That's right. Which is a fire person's dream. Yes. A little bit tidy, like hidden yeah. sexual. So if, so if you want to do this retreat or this ceremony at home, it'd be good if you could have a little fire with your friends. Maybe think of some jokes or some laughs, funny stories. It's about Friendship and communication. Yes. And the whole point is to allow the fire to put you in a relaxed mood. You know, when you stare into the fire, you're encouraged to go into another state of mind. It's that light. And eventually when you have a lot of sharing and laughter, what we do then is get quiet as the evening continues. And in that quiet, you can ask the fire that question that Jay talked about, that that question that you have for for your higher self. Something- it doesn't have to be a giant question. It doesn't have no. to be the question. It could be a smaller question. In fact, you encourage people to go with the smaller question, yeah. not the like, who am I? What's when my purpose I in to- life? Yeah, that's, that's a lot for your first fire ceremony. <laughs> yeah. So maybe a smaller question that's a little easier. And you have to kind of, you have to kind of have a, con- a connection with the fire. You know, you have an, a, a communication, you're talking, you're laughing with your friends and, and it's in that atmosphere of the, the ceremonial fire. Yes. And in the, the Weechal tradition, this is called a vision quest. And so when you go to the fire and you stay up kind of late and stare into the fire and you ask this question, then at night you go to sleep and you're supposed to get the answer. So we merged that with the five elements because the five elements has a similar thing. And the wood element has what's called the oracle, which is your wood spirit. The oracle is the part of you that can answer those questions while you're asleep at, asleep at night. Sure. And that can happen all the time. You can do that anytime when you can kind of hone that skill as you work on your wood. And so, yeah, and the, the wood spirit, or the wood element is the hun. Correct? Yes, it's hun? called the hun? H-U-N, hun, the hun in Chinese, and we call it the oracle. Right. So the oracle, again, is a skill that everyone has. It's not a magical gift. It's not that, you know, one person has it and one person doesn't. It's, everyone has it. It's pretty magical when yeah, you okay, tap it is into magical. it. I'm sorry. It is magical, <laughs> but everyone has it. Everyone can use it for their own self-interest conversations that yeah. you're having. Yeah, and it tells your future. That's right. You have your own fortune teller. Yeah. And the wood element is basically in charge of making good decisions. And in Chinese medicine, all big decisions should be made at night during wood time. And what is wood time? Wood time is current. No, currently we're, yes, it's 11 
two, three. And, and in the summer... Eastern Standard Time, USA. Right. Okay. But in the summer, if, if you're in a location where you change the clocks, then it would be 12 to 4. So right now, 11 to, to three. 3. Yeah, that's wood time. So you need to be sleeping. Yeah. So, so you can ask these questions and get your own answers. So that's the weird thing. Sometimes wood people, you know, they tend to be early risers, early sleepers, but occasionally... Occasionally, you'll meet a wood person who loves to stay up late at night because they want to be awake during wood sure, time. Sure, during the wood time. You know, and that old saying, it reminds me of that saying, what is it? What is it? Uh, let me sleep on it. Yeah. And I'll let you know in the morning. I'll get back to you in the morning. So that is definitely from a wood person or yes. who wants someone who had worked on their wood and was using their oracle to ask. And then, don't, I don't answer it now. I want to ask myself and think about it. Actually, every big decision in our life should be done that way. Sure. That is the way it's I kinda supposed do that. to be. I kind of do that. You know, but I me definitely sleep on do it. that. I definitely yeah, do that. Yeah. So but I've you, worked on it for a long time. And how do you know when you wake up in the morning, Jay, since you're wood, how do you know, you know, what, when you have the right answer? Well, there's no right or wrong mm-hmm. answer. We both know that. Mm-hmm. But I think if I'm, if I'm really trying to, come to a decision on something and I haven't made that quick decision or that, you know, calculated decision, getting all the information. So I ask myself a question at night. And then when you wake up, uh, you think about that, that question or that topic. And then you just know, or you didn't get either you get the end, you just know, or you didn't get it. Some nights you don't get the Oracle and that's okay. You can ask again the next night, but if you know, and what you try to do is not question yourself. Mm-hmm. Not try to negotiate, not try to talk yourself into out. You might not like the answer. And so you might have your heart set on, you know, like maybe you ask, like, am I supposed to go to Hawaii for a month? And then you get the answer and the answer is no. Then or, what? Then what? So you <laughs> like, you can't negotiate and say, well, what if, or what that? And you have to kind of go with that. And then sometimes you might want to break that down. And then the next day ask again or ask, am I really supposed to go away for a month for vacation? Right. It might be yes, but not to Hawaii. Right. And then, you know, um, so you just kind of have to look, but don't, don't second guess it. Don't negotiate. Just go. And then I usually, if it's a big one, like say that one month or Hawaii, I would have my notebook, my journal there. And I would write down and see if I could remember as much as I could about why it was a yes or a no. Sometimes it's cryptic. All right. Well, let's, let's step back for a minute for the beginners. So everyone can cultivate their own Oracle spirit. Even if your wood isn't your first element. Now wood is definitely not my first element. So I have put a lot of work into this myself and just for the baby beginners like me, um, you know, it takes a little more encouragement for the Oracle to show up. So sometimes I have to ask several nights in a row. Yes. And I think I just don't have the same, I haven't honed the skill as well. And so uh, keeping the pen and paper by the bed and also writing the question really helps me. And yeah, that's a very good, that's a good thing because yeah. if you write it down, then it's fresh in your memory. Like, so I also suggest to people who try and write it down, but then don't go on Instagram and Facebook yes. and to TV. You know, this should be the end of the day after you've done your letting go meditation or your Tibetan head roll, if you, those things that you're doing at night, then you start to think about what do I really want to, what's really the answer or the question, the right. question, the answer to the question that you want. And it's, it comes so naturally to, to you, Jay. So I'm, I'm giving the, the baby beginner sure. version. When I wake up, I think that's a really important moment. When I wake up and I think, what was just happening? Was I dreaming? Or was this the answer to my question? Right. And I have to say, just for, again, not not an expert in this, that it feels really different when it's not 
a, just a dream. Correct. I agree. How 100%. do you describe that? Well, you know, it's, it's kind of like lucid dreaming. Yeah. That would be one phrase that just popped into my head. But it, again, it's this consciousness. You're in a different place. You almost stepped out of your life to look at the situation. The Oracle. So what is the Oracle? The Oracle is something that's all knowing, all seeing, all powerful. Yeah. So you have to kind of like, you're not really aware that you're doing it while you're sleeping. And then you just have to kind of come back to reality. If there is a reality, (laughs) I'm being a little crazy here, but, and then try to process the information. Yeah. And so, you know, that's the Oracle and its role. And when you hold, when you have it honed in or you get it, you know, it's a feeling. That's it. Yeah. Okay. You just know. And you, like I said, don't try to negotiate. And sometimes it's a little cryptic, write down what the cryptic is, write down what the confusion is. And then maybe you have to think about it. Maybe you have to mull it over some more. Maybe you have to ask yourself again tomorrow night, the next night. You know, what you said about it being omniscient is really interesting because, Uh, Also, when we talked about wood and we talked about wood being the general of the armed forces, I think of the oracle as the general standing on the highest mountain top overlooking the plains and seeing what the best strategy is for the army. It's like, you know, getting the viewpoint of this high level. So So think about that in your life. Yeah. And they actually say that the oracle part of you leaves the top of your head. And astral travel. There you go. Around. That's what I was saying. Like you yeah. have to get above and take in everything. Yeah. Things you're not, you couldn't really do consciously. Right. And then you get the answers. And if you work at it, I promise you, you can get better at it. Yeah. But wait, let's go to the five spirits. Cause we could talk about the Oracle all day. Yes. And maybe we will do a show on the Oracle if people are interested, but let's go right now to another thing that was really popular, which yes. was the five spirits. Yes. And I just have to say, we're sitting here overlooking this amazing sunset. It's beautiful. It, it's just gorgeous. So yes, this is we're perfect. still at the beach. We're still at the beach. Okay. So we have all five spirits, just like we have all five elements. And it's it's as if each element houses the spirit. So the heart belongs to the fire element. So the heart houses the fire spirit and etc. So the way I like to think of it is we have three levels of energy, our physical bodies and the energy that flows through them our minds or mental level, which is mostly dictated by logical thinking and is often most influenced by fear. And then our spirit level, which is the level where we get all our inspiration from, which is what Inspired Action Podcast is about. So the spirit level is what we're talking about today. So the reason we started the retreat with the fire is that it is the main spirit, the spirit of light and love. And it is essentially the most inspiring of our five spirits. So the spirit of fire is what we call the Shen, S-H-E-N. So looking into the fire is really important for your well, Shen. Is it like the is it like warming like when you sit out all day in the in the warm sunshine? Yes, that that would be fantastic. And also a great sunset like is also right now. really inspiring because it brings the light in. You receive the light. You That's have to, a nice way of saying it. Yeah. You have to open to the light to activate your spirit level. So the first spirit is that spirit of fire called Shen. And it's like your master spirit. And then we can move on to the wood spirit, which, which is the hun. we talked about, which is the hun, Which H-U-N. is the oracle. And it can help you make your decisions because somehow you already know the future. Yes. And so wood people are experts at this, but anyone can do it, as we said, and they often say they have a knowing about what's going to happen. And the wood element is about 
eyes and sight and the gift of seeing me means spiritual seeing. Well, you know, that sounds really cool. And we have three more spirits in case you're curious. What are they? Okay. So there's the earth spirit, which is what we call the, the ye, Y-I, and it's basically your identity. So it, it's like your mind, but, but it, I like to say identity because it's bigger than your brain. It's who you think you are. Sure. And I, I'll do the metal. The metal spirit is what we call your instinct. And the Chinese word for that is po, P-O. So you have the, the metal spirit, uh, your instinct, and it helps you know stuff. It's different than that wood. It's like when you use animal sense danger or when a person is good or not, you kind of have that instinct, like, you know, kind of know, you maybe use your senses like smell, taste, touch, this is the spirit that is enhanced. When, again, if you use it more, it gets better. It's like the wood. If you use your oracle, it gets better. If you use the Poe, it gets better. It gets stronger. Yeah. And, and I just want to say that the Poe is what enables you to, to recognize bull beep and bull crap. Oh. <laughs> it's <laughs> like, a detector. Yeah. It's a detector and it's, it's very. So if you have strong metal, you have a strong BS detector. Exactly. Yeah, that's your Poe. That's your poo. Not your poo. Not your poo. <laughs> your poo. Your poo. <laughs> you have a poo detector. <laughs> well, BS is kind of poo, isn't it? <laughs> I like that. <laughs> okay, that's great. All right. So like, let's do the water element. So the water element spirit is what we call your will. And that is a word, je, which is spelled actually differently than it sounds. Z-H-I. And it's the spirit that gets you to do stuff for real. It's the power to finish what you started. It's, yeah, I need a little more she sometimes. Yeah, it's like your, it's like an engine inside yeah. you that pushes you forward. I think for me personally, I love to start projects. I hate to finish them. I need that push yes. that I get from different people. And yes. that helps me get projects finished. Yes. And that's funny because a lot of wood people are like that. They love to start new projects and they hate bureaucracy. So finishing the project isn't as fun. Well, if you're a wood person with water second, maybe you get a better chance. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Oh my God. They are the doers of the world. They're unstoppable. <laughs> well, and that would be water wood. Yeah, that's true. Water, water wood. Water. Yeah. It's still, it's still, still pretty powerful. strong. Yeah, still, it's pretty, still double punch. Yeah. Okay. So we, we suggest you take a side, set a side, a night to be with the fire. You can do this alone, but we really, really encourage you to share this with some friends, some family, people that are happy, people that can you can be yourself around, that you can tell funny stories or funny jokes. And, and like-minded, Yeah, if and they want to be inspired. I think them, if you're around people who want to be inspired and want to do some self-cultivation, they want to ask better questions, they want more out of life, then this is the group of people you want to be with. So Jay, you had a good idea that if someone can't have a fire, you don't have a fireplace, you don't have a place outdoors. You don't have a chimney or a little thing. Yeah. You could do a candle. Yeah. You could even a use a candles. candle. Yeah. Candles yeah. are great. And of course, be careful with Fire Bright candles. Set it in a nice spot and, yeah. you know, just connect with your candle. Yeah. It's because that whole it's looking about the in the fire. That's yeah. right. Okay, but let's say you have a fire. When you start your fire, think of it like a sacred fire. So make it different than just a regular campfire or fireplace fire. The point of this fire is to access your higher knowledge and wisdom. So you can approach it with some reverence, which is actually you giving yourself some reverence. So you, that's your metal element. You're going to have to access your metal element. Yeah. If so that's think about not your usual. question that you want to bring the day before or so. Yeah. Or you might already know it. You might be like, you know what? I just, I know I want to ask this question. I've been in, kind of in denial. 
Yeah. You know, and so this is the question I want to ask. So that should be the one. I mean, I wouldn't go with, should I marry this person or <laughs> not? not? Or, <laughs> you know, should I buy a house? <laughs> you know, but maybe something like, should I go to this party on Friday night? Or, yeah. you know, maybe should I ask this person out? You know, like yeah. a casual dating kind of thing. Right. Um, those kind of simpler That's questions. Good. Yeah. Or yeah. should I get a white car versus a black car? Color wise. I mean, things that are not going to be like life changing, but they're yeah. important. Yeah, probably not what you need to have for breakfast in the morning, no. unless that's majorly no. important to you. But correct. Okay, so you're you're having this fire because you're caring about yourself and you're putting aside time to connect with yourself, and so it's a good idea to you know bring that question and then um, when the fire's happening, you're going to allow yourself some time after you get to tell your jokes and have your fun. You can just have some time to think about the question, ask the fire the question towards the end of the evening. Yeah, as you take in the light. So if you want to consecrate the fire, that's like basically making it a sacred fire. And in the tradition I studied with the Weechal tradition, this is how they do it. So, you know, you can do it your own way. You can make your own ritual if you want. But it's a big deal for the Weechals in Mexico to to do it this way. So the way they do it is they walk once around the fire counterclockwise, and then they give the fire some chocolate. And chocolate represents the South, and it's about warming and nourishing. So, so basically, you're giving a little like um, gratitude to the fire for its warmth. And who doesn't like chocolate, right? Yeah. So you give them. So you could do really small, like a chocolate chip, yeah. or you could do like a chunk. I wouldn't suggest throwing a whole bar, but maybe like. We did cacao nibs, but you could do any kind of chocolate. Yeah. And, um, you know, if you have a candle, maybe that little chocolate, chocolate, chocolate chip. Yeah, we'll just no, drop that in. I'm not sure how, honestly, how you could do this with a candle. I would suggest well, no, maybe I got, not. I got ideas. Yeah, so, you yes, do? chocolate chip. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. So the next one is you walk around again counterclockwise and you put in some copal. So can you spell that for the listeners? C-O-P-A-L. Okay. And it's hard to get to get some if you don't go to the right place. So well, I think if you go to like your local store that maybe sells like crystals, maybe tarot cards uh, or tarot readings, incense, and ask them if they have some Copal or if they know how to order it. And if not, you know, I'll put all of these in the show notes and there'll be a place where you can get them online. But right. I always suggest to support the little guy first. And you can substitute a little sage right. if you can't find Copal because uh, Copal represents welcoming and calling the spirit in so it's it's a way to kind of evoke the spirit of fire sure so, okay fire. so if you're doing the candle you have to you have the uh chocolate chip and go out and pluck a piece of sage yeah. off your neighbor's herb garden there you go there you and go. you can burn in a little ashtray or something yep. like that because the smell is really nice uh, for both and so then you walk around the fire again if you can yep. and then um the next thing is tobacco so you give a little offering of tobacco and that is for wisdom. Yeah. And we did like a handful, not a lot, yeah. lot, but yeah. we, you know, it was a good size. So if you're doing the small version, you can go bum a cigarette up somebody and unwrap <laughs> it. Okay. So you're yes. doing the DIY version. <laughs> yes. The little and, version. And tobacco represents the direction of the North. And then you walk around again. And the last time you're giving some wood, a stick. We did sticks. A yeah. little stick. And that represents transformation, there which is go. what this podcast is about. So it's transformation from within. So it's it's really asking for, you know, the wood transforms in the fire. Sure. So if you're doing the little version, toothpick. Yeah. 
How about that? There toothpick, go, right? Toothpick. <laughs> That's funny. All right. Chocolate chip, piece of sage, um, tobacco, uh, a cigarette. little bone of cigarette, cracking it open, and a toothpick. That's the do-it-yourself right, That's the little yeah. do-it-yourself. I don't have a fire. I'll do it at the candle. But if you have the big fire on the beach or in the backyard, or even in your fireplace, if you had to, use the, the bigger supplies. So all of this is about you know creating some kind of ritual that you could repeat if you want, but but what is ritual about? It's it's making an experience that's sacred for you. And the question goes with the piece of wood, the stick. Oh, right. So you put the stick in and then you ask a question as you're presenting the stick. Some people even wrap the, the written question around um, the stick. There you go. Yeah. I, before you went on, I wonder that's if we did the questions. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it was kind of like, you know, it was very chill ceremony. It wasn't really like a ceremony. It was just like we did it and everyone put their questions and they asked their questions and then we kind of stared around the fire for a little bit. And then that was it. Yeah. And so if you want to do this, this this is about evoking your higher self, which is what we call your spirit and having a conversation with it. Yeah. So you could do that however you want, you know, whatever puts you into that reverence space. And reverence, sure. again, remembers metal. And if it's not one of your top elements, then doing this ritual can help a lot because it might be harder for you to settle down into this kind of exercise. Yeah. And that kind of feels a little bit like the Oracle, yeah. that higher level mm-hmm. thing. So you connect with your fire. So, okay. So we talked about the five spirits. Yes. We talked about the Oracle. We talked about the sacred fire. So we're yeah. just going to set this up to start your mini retreat. We're going to do that on the next podcast. So that's a good place to end today. So get your journal out. Think about your question, ask it, write it down on the journal, go to sleep, see if the Oracle answers. And then when you're ready to start your um, mini retreat, have your fire ceremony, and then we're going to tell you what to do next on the next podcast. Yeah, that sounds great. You know, for years I had a fire every single night and I worked with the element of fire intensively. No, I had a, a really nice wood stove with a, you know, fire Sure, glass. we didn't even mention wood stove. Yeah, yeah wood okay. stove would be great. And so, you know, for me, I just want to say, like like you and the dreams at night, for me, the fire always, I felt like I got information from my, my higher self. And that information felt really different than just regular thoughts. Correct. That's that's exactly how it is. And so you connected with the fire, for yeah. sure. Yeah. And so the fire would kind of give me wisdom. Yeah. That's and really so, what it's again, about. Not that I sound, want to sound like a broken record, but we each have all five elements inside of us all. Yeah, so you have all five. And all five spirits. And all five spirits. So you can think of the spirit as fire is like your fire spirit. It, it, it's got an affinity to it. And that's why I did that work. That's fantastic. Yeah. I think that's really inspiring as well. So we're going to just mention that if you have any questions about five elements, alchemy, five spirits, the oracle, anything give us a a shout out and we're doing voice questions. We're kind of getting a few together and we're going to do a show on that in the future, but you can just send a a voice memo to questions at inspired action podcast.com. We changed that because everyone was getting confused. So we say it one more time. Questions at inspired action podcast.com. So that's it for today. Thank you for listening and we will see you or you will hear us on the next inspired action podcast. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to the Inspired Action Podcast, and you've reached the end. Woohoo! Woohoo! Why not celebrate a little bit and click that subscribe button right there? We love having you with us on this journey, and we want it to continue. You can also rate and review this podcast, and if you have already, thank you so much. We read all reviews, and your reviews help other people find this podcast as well. 
You can also be a part of this podcast yourself by submitting a voice recording message and emailing it to us at Lita at InspiredActionPodcast.com or Jay at InspiredActionPodcast.com. And if you want, you can join our Facebook group or follow us on Instagram. Join us next week for another Inspired Action Conversation. And thank you for listening. Thanks for listening. And remember to hug the dog.